I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfinance, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Hi, moms. Well, it's getting darker earlier. And without a doubt, that means that the holidays are right around the corner. No matter how we feel about the holidays, one thing is certain. For the next couple of months, our responsibilities as moms multiply like crazy. And because of this, we can get crazy and overwhelmed and burnt out and cranky, or at the very least, too busy to experience the joy of the holidays. On top of that, there are a trillion ways to celebrate the holidays. Some have been handed down to us by families of origin. Others come to us like a million miles an hour from every source of media. And they all look so pretty or meaningful. And we can often want to do them all. On the flip side, we can get so overwhelmed that we just want to throw up our hands and not do anything at all. And we can often come up with a lot of reasons to justify that. But let's be honest. Sometimes our attraction to all the holiday doings comes from a place of absolutely loving the holidays and wanting to savor every moment. And sometimes our view of the holidays is influenced by reactions to the holidays of our childhood, negative or positive. Whatever our influences, as mothers, we are now at the forefront of how our families experience the holidays this year and how they remember those holidays for a lifetime. Now, on some level, you were aware of this, so please don't get mad at me for being the one to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Holidays are truly important times, set aside by their religious nature or by public decision, to take time to pause from the ordinary every day and come together to celebrate that we are meant for more than the mundane. We're meant for gratitude, joy, and relationship with God and others. And holidays are meant to feed our souls. But how do we moms do all that we need to do to create a holiday celebration, all the preparation and providing for everyone's needs and hopes and feeding everyone, the additional social and service expectations, all of that, and still stay sane and perhaps actually enjoy the holidays and have our own souls fed? It's a big question. And full disclosure, this has been a huge learning curve for me. So any tips I'm sharing here have been hard won. And I'm sharing them so perhaps they'll save you some of the growing pains that I've experienced. So here are some questions I've learned to keep in mind to determine if a certain activity should be part of our holiday experience or not. Number one, do I enjoy this activity? Does it add to the joy of my holidays? Yeah, we are actually allowed to enjoy the holidays too, not just produce them for others. Now let's be honest, 
we're not going to enjoy every second of all the holiday preparation because it's often hard, other-centered work. But if we start with this question, we can at least pause and evaluate each task and see if it's worth it to us because it gives us joy or at least gives others enough joy to make it worth it to us. For example, I don't really enjoy lugging up boxes of holiday decorations up from the basement, then unwrapping each little piece and cleaning up the residual mess which is huge but I do love decorating with my family and remembering together how each ornament came into our lives. And I really cherish the joy we share from being surrounded by it all throughout the season. So that makes it worth it to me. I can answer the question of, does this add to the joy of my holidays? With a yes, not every moment of it, but yes, it does. So I go about the hard work of making it happen. And I can do it with a little bit more joy because I've consciously answered that question for myself. Second question. I ask myself, am I capable of doing it? Physically, financially, emotionally, or time-wise? I might find every form of decorating, cooking, crafting, or event attending attractive when it comes across my radar. But if it's going to wear me out physically, or overextend my family financially, or leave me cranky and end up in a depleted puddle of tears, then we all benefit more from me moderating those desires and choosing only those that I'm actually capable of taking on well, or finding a different way to meet that desire. For example, years ago, a dear friend of mine found that wrapping Christmas presents was putting her right over the emotional edge. At the time, she had five children, ages eight and under, including newborn twins. She had no time to secret herself away to wrap their gifts, and really no arms to do it with, as they were always very rightly filled with babies. But having those wrapped gifts under the tree at Christmas morning was important to her. So she decided to pay her teenage nephew, who really needed some extra shopping money anyway, to wrap them all for her. And then everybody benefited from her being humble enough to acknowledge that she couldn't do it all. Not the way she used to when she was single or just had one child. And it really worked out very well. Third, is the holiday activity age-appropriate or ability-appropriate, both in skill level and the ability to capture the meaning? As mothers or grandmothers, we often get so excited about sharing the holidays with our family. But sometimes we can set ourselves up, and the kids up, for frustration. It's important to assess whether this is the right time or circumstance to take on what we have in mind, and keep an eye toward kindness and sanity. For example, 
Attending church at midnight on Christmas Eve is a beautiful and deeply moving family tradition. But your daughter-in-law might not find it to be so if you insist she attend during the year she has young children and babies to care for. So, with an eye toward kindness and everybody's sanity, choosing a different church arrangement during those years might create happier holiday memories for years to come. I've learned the importance of asking myself this third question through a few moments of trial and error over the years. For instance, years ago, I was hoping to add more religious tradition to our season. One of the traditions that caught my attention was the Jesse tree. It's a lovely tradition that teaches salvation history as each piece is placed on a tree throughout Advent. I saw advertised what looked like a really lovely kit. The description said even small children would enjoy making each piece and discovering its meaning while adding it to the tree. But when the kit arrived, it turned out to be several large bolts of felt and a very large sheet of patterns requiring each piece to be intricately cut out with very sharp scissors and then traced onto the felt and then cut out of the felt and then assembled with a needle, thread, and glue. This was not a project to do with small children. I was disappointed and a little bit conflicted, but rather than make us all miserable attempting to do it because I felt guilty for not doing it, because I'd spent the money on it, or because other moms did it, I chucked the whole thing in the garbage and did other things with my kids that I could have fun doing with them together. And all these years later, my kids have learned and embraced their faith, even without that maddening kit. And the mom police have not come and arrested me for not doing that project. Four, does the activity give you time together to enjoy each other? Making choices that allow us time to really enjoy each other is how warm family memories are made. So, in in evaluating whether or not something should be part of your holiday celebrations, ask yourself if it will separate your family through time apart or stress-induced grumpiness, or will it give you time together doing something enjoyable that actually creates connection? Because that's what the holidays are all about. And those are the memories that you'll all share for years and years to come. Pausing to evaluate your holiday planning with these four questions in mind can help you Create warm and happy holidays for your family, but not just for them, for you as well. I'll be praying for you through these next few weeks as we make all of this happen. I wish you peace and warmth and sanity and joy. See you next time. Thanks for joining me today for this confidence moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfinance.org 
for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.